I'm about to have a brief conversation with Pac, a digital creator who's earned over $350,000 worth of ETH in the past seven months selling JPEG and MP4 files. Pac is a pseudonym, and I don't know who is actually behind the online identity. I've had a bunch of interactions with them on Discord, email, and Twitter over the past few months, and it occurred to me that one day they could disappear just like Satoshi did. So I thought it might be a good idea to record and publish that conversation. They prefer to have no true physical or audio representation of themselves, and so you're about to hear their words converted text to audio. Before that, I thought some brief context on non-fungible tokens might be helpful. NFTs broke onto the scene in 2017 when CryptoKitties launched, and there's been lots of experiments and some progress since, but nothing that's really broken out and reached beyond the crypto community. This year, digital art has started to really take off, and right now it feels to me like the category of NFTs most likely to bring in new people from outside of crypto. The digital art concept is hard to grasp for some. The question a lot of people ask is, why would someone pay for a JPEG image that anyone could copy and use anywhere for free? The answer is to own the scarce authentic version of it. We know from the traditional art world, which is worth over $3 trillion in value, that people love to own scarce authentic art. Physical art is actually really hard to authenticate and also relatively hard to copy. Digital art on Ethereum is easy to authenticate and also relatively easy to copy. You can show off an expensive work that you don't really own on a digital frame in your home, but if you own the authentic version, you can prove it easily on-chain and sell it on-chain directly to another collector without an intermediary. If you own a fake, you can view it in your home, but you don't really own it and you can't sell it to anyone. So digital art on Ethereum has some trade-offs relative to physical art, but it feels to me that as the online world becomes more important and new contexts to show off works emerge in VR and elsewhere, that the, the number of collectors interested in digital art is just going to grow. For creators, there are a bunch of advantages to minting works and selling on Ethereum. You can sell directly to people anywhere in the world without paying a high fee to a gallery. And you can make money not just from the primary sale, but from all subsequent sales. Because it's on chain, you can program an NFT uh, such that if it's resold, 10%, for example, goes to the creator. The creators are making real money, millions of dollars now on Ethereum, and no one has been more successful at earning from their works than Pac. Here's our conversation. So how long have you been creating digital art? Close to 25 years now. I was lucky enough to be an early adopter of the public internet, which ignited a good portion of my do-it-yourself culture in digital form in the very early days. Later, design and digital creation became a second nature to me. And prior to Ethereum, were you monetizing your work? I have been a designer for decades now, and had the chance to work with hundreds of major brands and studios over the years. Today, I have studios in different parts of the world, focused on different things. In other words, yes. On the other hand, crypto art is a fresh map of experimentation and exploration for me. What creation tools do you use? I generally avoid answering tool-related questions for created value. The process of creation is generally related to the creator rather than the tools and sometimes answering the question takes away the spotlights from the creator. 
On the other hand, tools are important because they give us additional abilities, they expand our capabilities and give us new points of views, but in the end, they don't have power unless they're used. To fairly answer, it depends on the work. I use industry standard design software packages. When they're not enough, I create my own tools and software. Are you creating a lot of new work these days? I know a lot of the stuff that you've minted on Ethereum this year has been kind of old stuff. Always. What attracted you to Ethereum and, you know, tokenizing your work on Ethereum? I had a chance to meet Bitcoin in its very early days thanks to my social circles, so crypto-related scenes were always in my interest zone. However, crypto art in particular, is an area I've met just recently through social media. After some reading, I've realized it may be a chance to leave permanent marks on the future's history. That idea was the charm. And what has your experience been like so far uh, this year as a creator selling your work? Beautiful. I had zero expectations and so far it's going pretty good for an exploration. I view digital art as a huge potential bridge that brings in new people to crypto. You know, I think there's a lot of talented digital artists out there that, you know, if they recognize that they can make tens of thousands and potentially hundreds of thousands of dollars like you have selling their work, then they're going to come into this ecosystem and they're going to likely bring a lot of their fans as well. But clearly there's still a bunch of barriers that exist um, that are kind of preventing that from happening. So what do you think are the, the major barriers that exist to get many more talented artists like yourself onto platforms like Super Rare and others to tokenize their work? This is a very good question that has a complex answer. I will try my best to answer it in pieces. The primary barrier of the scene of today's reach. As a technologist and a creator, who has been interested in cryptocurrencies since Bitcoin was created, I learned about crypto art very late. This tells me one thing, the news doesn't reach outside. First of all, let's look at the crypto art scene. Its social circle is there with the platforms, the collectors, the creators, and the audience. Collectors are attracted to the scene because creators exist, creators are there for potential value, and the audience, potential creators and collectors, is following what's going on. Platforms are trying to get the bigger portion of the cake as all of this happens, however, there is a big problem with reach. Most of the collectors are faces from crypto spaces rather than creative spaces. They have very limited reach in creative social circles. On the other hand, most of the crypto creators, it's important to avoid using crypto artists, are purely crypto creators. They don't have a visible history beyond crypto art. Therefore, their social circles do not expand the existing reach. Their social existence is within the ecosystem. This gives us, the creators from outer circles, a lot of power and responsibility in terms of expanding the reach of the ecosystem. I believe the creators with existing social media circles are key for the growth of this ecosystem as we play the role of a bridge to introduce what's going on and potentially carry crowds to this new universe. However, opening the doors to new creators, calling in best of the best, increasing the number of super creators also means decreasing potential interest per creator. So, most of those who are in this bridge role will prefer to stay silent or invisible, keep this new universe to themselves, 
unless a better structure is created to make this expansion beneficial for everyone involved. Current scene structure punishes creators as the number of new and good creators increased as you can see this theory in practice by looking at the increasing amount of drama, a success is approved and records are broken. My experience with crypto art so far has been good, a good portion of the collectors, creators and the audience were all there to smile with me for every milestone. However, I do believe it's important also for the platforms to let creators sign their milestones publicly, appreciate them for those milestones. Because for some of us, it's about writing history. You can't expect someone to be loud about a history book unless you give them the page they deserve. In other words, one of the ways to make creators with more each to share what's going on is to give them a reason to make those shares. Instead of hiding the milestones to reduce drama and to create a perfect community balance, which seems like what's going on today, platforms should approve those milestones, let successful creators and collectors share the headlines about themselves, and create this perfect balance by being fair to everyone involved. Look ma, I'm on the news today. For the ones that are here for history, this is a brand new journey with infinite possibilities. They are here to stay. For the ones that are here for the ETH, it will not matter, they will stay, they will create, they will get as much as they can, and one day, they will leave for a better opportunity. Shortly, for expansion, reach is the primary war to overcome, and it will need a good balancing act by all of the actors of the scene. All right. Well, thank you for chatting and I look forward to seeing you out in the ether.